Welcome back to Footwork, a podcast for those who dream big, never settle, and make their own path. I'm Sean. And I'm Dylan. Together with guests, we share stories and tips every Monday to educate, inspire, and create a community built of soccer players and dream chasers. Better to have a short life that is full of what you like doing than a long life spent in a miserable way. All right, the Danish legend is back. What episode was that with? we we talked about it the other day too we were like i had just met him like you were kind of fresh friends too also new yeah i wonder what that episode could be like now now that we have all these inside jokes and trips to berlin under our belts you know episode 63 Wow. wow well welcome back morty welcome back yeah thank you very much pleasure two years later pleasure to be back at footwork um yeah so today we're gonna do we're gonna head back into our deep dives last time we did the regan Regan liga structure where all three of us have played and morty is playing right now but as the danish legend himself we kind of we picked your brain one time in a coffee shop and i think that kind of set the stage do you remember that in berlin that overpriced the, coffee the expensive coffee shop in berlin yeah, yeah. Eight euro, the eight euro coffee that took 30 <laughs> minutes to make yeah and uh we just were asked, we were picking your brain about Denmark and then we were like, people need to hear this kind of stuff. So I think it was kind of our inspiration for this whole, this whole factor of deep dives. Yeah. So talk, talk, talk. Yeah. Talk, talk some kid. Talk some kid is Swedish, but uh, I'll take it. Huh? Talk. <laughs> I thought, so just talk is just talk, talk is for, talk is is okay. Term, yeah. Okay. Damn. We're already messing up. So. Let's, uh, I think let's just dive into it. Let's do a deep dive. So I guess the first question would just be the Danish season can run a little bit differently. So are they all the same in terms of how they run? And then how does that work? So I think it's like the most common here in Europe that you run from the summer until the summer. You have um, a few countries, actually Sweden and Norway, they do it uh, from winter to winter. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, it follows like here in Germany or France or anywhere else. Um, okay, so it's exactly the same, pretty much. Exactly the same, yeah. I thought there was like a longer break or something because I would see that Danish teams would play weird times for like Champions League qualifiers. Yeah, I mean, we have the problem about the the pitches. So, mm-hmm. like, it used to be difficult to play in early February or something because of the yeah of the condition of the pitch. But now we got heat and uh, heat in the pitches mostly mm-hmm. everywhere, so we can play like all all year round. Oh, you got some. You guys got some good money now, huh? Or maybe they play uh, on artificial also. Huh? Okay, gotcha. That's fair. That's sense. fair. Yeah. And and give us the structure of the leagues. How does it work? How does the first, second, third league, professional, amateur? So the most confusing thing, I guess, is that you have this first league called Superliga. So. The second best is actually the first division, and then comes third. That's how uh, they yeah. get you. That's how they division. get you. Yeah. So, if you have to tell uh, a foreigner in which level you're playing, you have to like explain the the structure. Say, <laughs> so, yeah, I just play in the first division or second division because they don't really know what that means. And then right. second division sounds even better now. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I play in the second division. Now you play in the second tier, and then you just don't correct them. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and, uh, actually, we uh, or we in Denmark they made like uh, measurements to the the size of the first league, mm-hmm. Superliga. Um. Mm-hmm. So it used to be fourteen teams. Now it's twelve. And and then they put teams down the the leagues. So we have uh, yeah in the three first leagues we have twelve teams. Okay. Um. So it's actually quite high level also in the third league. Which is the mm-hmm. second position, yeah. Okay, and so at one point, at what point are I mean, we'll get into kind of like the professionalism and and wages and things like that. But at what point is it like, like what league does it get to where people are literally only doing this as a hobby? It's not even like as a stepping stone anymore. Yeah, so Superliga is obviously professional. First division is also very professional. Um, second division, I. Uh, I would, I would think that half of the teams are also full-time professional. Mm. And then the third division, the fourth league, um, mm. that's for hobby. But they still like uh, put in a decent effort. So you have to also be in, in good condition and uh, and be a good footballer. Mm. Okay. Um, so, so I guess below that, it's, it's more or less hobby. Okay. And... Are there are there any like second teams for for professional clubs? You know, like we have here, you have the Hasfelds Fire or whatever. So do they do they have those yeah, or do they play in their own system? That. Yeah, they have their own system, the reserve league they call it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it works. Yeah, they have their own championship, but it's like not all teams are. Yeah, it's not mandatory for the teams to have a reserve team, so mm-hmm. it's like a little bit of mixture between. The Superliga and First Division, also because it takes a lot of economic to like keep it going uh, throughout the whole country. If mm-hmm. you have to put, I mean, Denmark is a small country, but you still have to travel five hours sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, some teams will just put players on the under nineteen team. Then you can have like three players above, like older than uh, normal. Okay, gotcha, if that gotcha. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And how would you explain the style of play in Denmark compared to elsewhere? Um, yeah, it's very like focused on the opponent all the time. So if we get like, let's say we have a week uh, game Saturday, then we will start already on Monday to to um, put the focus on the opponent, on how they play, on how the last games have been, and and so on. So it's like. In my opinion, too focused on what we are facing, and not so much focused about what we want to do ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of style, it's like I think it's a mixture of uh, of of long balls and 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 some some tactical, a little bit of waiting game. Um, mm-hmm. Not so much technical in the middle of the field. Okay, would you say the middle is more kind of? fighting for second balls and things like that yeah, and then giving yeah, it to definitely. the to the wings or yeah definitely um i mean you have teams like uh top teams in in, in the superliga they will they'll play good football um mm-hmm. but the other teams still go like more more simple on it yeah mm-hmm. yeah we saw it was just a friendly show but we saw paulie against um Richland. And yeah, actually, I mean, obviously yeah. top club, so like it made sense. Yeah. But we were really impressed with their with their diamond three in the middle. Like they were, they were very good on the ball. It's, 
It's interesting you say that, Morty, because when we played uh, with Phoenix, when we played the three second-tier teams, first-division clubs, I found that those three teams played exactly the same way as Midland. Of course, the quality is less, but they all played this. The three midfielders, very, very fluid and always changing, and they love to just play small, 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 and then play a diagonal, and then yeah. do it again on that side, and then go back around and play another diagonal. And Midland, they played exactly the same way. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you have the teams who can do that, and they end the top, and you have the teams who try to do that, and they they will get relegated. <laughs> like uh, actually, the team that we won against in this Belt Cup, they they got relegated. Oh um, wow! Right. So it's yeah. like it's we will say it's a romantic way of playing, and it's not mm-hmm. maybe you need re- you really need the players in order to make yeah. it uh, work. Right. Yeah, it's funny you said right. that too. Like we played um, last year in in preseason in Trainslager, we played uh, Zickerberg, and. Yeah. I felt it was the same. Like the three midfielder were fluid. Obviously, they're playing a Regan Liga team, so I think they can play more like that. I don't know if they always play like that, but I had the same. Like when you said that, Sean, I was like, yeah, Zuckerberg was kind of the same. Three coming into the middle, you know, always fluid. Kind of you're figuring out where they are, especially if you're coming back in a lower block, and then, boom, diagonal, and then you're you're kind of caught out. I mean, even even West Ham had a hard time against these guys from Super Bowl, and. Uh, True. Um, but yeah, we have Silverball, we have FC Norseland, and they play always on uh, the stadium is artificial. So they're used mm. to like just moving the ball around all the time. You can't really get into a duel. Um, and we call it, um, yeah, the most beautiful football we have in Denmark, uh, El Plastico. El Plastico. <laughs> That's awesome. I was, why is this the first time I'm hearing that? That's amazing. Uh, El Plastico. It's so wow. It's true. Yeah, I mean, I get it. When you're when you're playing on the artificial like that, your game can completely change, especially if it's a good artificial. You know, like yeah, yeah. The speed I mean, of play is just completely different. Yeah, and they will also water it, so it's like even faster. Yeah, watering the turf. Oh, it's a dream. It is a dream, and it's like you 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 you're thinking about going into this duel, but the ball is already gone. It's like they're just moving right, it so fast. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I wanted so I mean, before we get into like the the exact wages or a little a little bit more information on the contracts, I guess just in terms of like the professional levels for these clubs, like you had mentioned, first and second tier, and then third tier was a little bit different in fourth tier. So does it kind of depend in terms of if the club has ambition to get promoted? Like, will you see teams? pay guys a lot more in like the fourth and the fifth tiers if they're trying to get promoted to the next leagues? Um, no, we have like, um, I would say, yeah, um, if we put like the, the, yeah, the 24 teams in Superliga and the first division, these guys, they are all of them aiming to be in the first, like the Superliga. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. that's that's the main goal and then you have like former big teams who used to play Superliga or first division who got relegated because of the structure thing um mm-hmm. so they are in the third uh, tier now and they they also i mean they are expending uh, they are they are spending money on, on trying to get back um but but you don't see it like in in i don't know germany where uh, a rich man is finding a club in the lower ranks and just making them uh Go to the top. 
that's not this kind of system because it's not a good business to have a football team in Denmark. Uh, we also had a, a lot of owners coming from abroad, uh, US, um, especially we had like four clubs owned by Americans. Three of them um, got uh, bankrupt. So why, why do you think that is? Um, they hope that they can just like, they can buy a football club for pennies, for nothing compared to the rest of the world. And they think they can just like sell some players, make some good money and get some money from the TV um, and then make it a good business. But all of the income is mostly coming from the sponsors and the environment around the club. Um, okay. So it's sort of like you have to be in the top league and get money for Europe or something to make it like financially healthy. And how about, um, so kind of even focus more on, because obviously first tier, we kind of know what comes with it. And I'm sure some teams are better than others, but more on like the second tier. So the the first league, the second league, third league, how are the kind of facilities and things around the game, like the professionalism outside of the contract? So the training schedules, and then also like, how is the club set up? Where is there? Are people taking it that seriously in terms of what's available, weight room, things like this, especially from from comparing to places you've been? How how do you kind of see that? So personally, I came to to Vincenzo and uh, and I never had like better facilities in my entire life. We had like uh, two artificial pitches. We had a uh, gold box, if you know what that is. Mm -hmm. uh, a little box with uh, yeah bound boundaries around and mm -hmm. you can make all sorts of exercise uh we had like perfect uh, training uh, pitches we had uh, yeah we had even two uh, fitness uh, gyms um yeah, we had everything and um i think in that 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 was something that i didn't even experience in in italy and inter uh, so that was like um miles away from what you can expect but i think in general in in denmark the the level is rising in terms of the facilities around it um yeah i don't know uh, all of the other clubs uh, but I, I i guess it's like it's it's very decent hmm. and what about in terms of wages uh i mean super league of course i know you've spoken actually we can touch on that in the super league there's some sort of rule with the foreigners that they Maybe it is for visa purposes, but they get paid a lot more than Danish players, but they can only stay for a few years before taxes or something happens. Yeah, yeah. So we have this, uh, I don't know how you call it, um, a, a rule set by the government in order to attract the best like workers from abroad. So they can come here for three years and they have to get at least around 10,000 euros uh, and then they will have less taxes. So when you have a foreigner coming, playing for you, you can pay him. I mean, he will get much out of it, but you don't have to pay that much. But after three years, you'll have to get like the normal tax. And this, this guy, he will then earn a lot less. So then normally he will leave the country. <laughs> wow. So this, this is very common that foreigners will come play for three seasons and then leave. Yeah. But I mean, you also need a, a club 
who have the the financial sure sure yeah to do that capacity to do that yeah mm-hmm. that's so interesting to me so i mean obviously you've only played what you played or you what you've heard from from other players but you have a much better understanding than us so can we walk through a little bit of the the wage ranges per division in just terms of like what you've heard and what you've seen yeah um and i think also it's it's important to say that in the last four or five years a lot has changed like the mm-hmm. salaries are increasing um so when i played the first division and we promoted to superliga i mean the top salaries yeah now it's in danish uh there were around uh, 35 danish thousand corner a month i'll do a little bit of five thousand so five thousand sean you got it yes. up right now no i just divided by seven right yeah 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 so five thousand and that's you also have we have an, a, a nice portion of taxes in Denmark to pay also um mm-hmm. um but now it's like it's like average below average almost um okay. in the superliga it's different it's like um yeah i don't know actually a lot <laughs> a lot yeah <laughs> i would just uh yeah i mean it would be normal to have like at least 13 uh, bruto bruto yeah 13000 is this what we're saying 13000 yeah, US 13, dollars euros yeah, euros okay expect. euros yeah close enough okay so 13 okay and then you would say that the first league now is 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 much better than what you experienced i don't know if the level of football is better but in in terms of salaries it's definitely yeah. it has risen a lot yeah okay so if you, I mean, what would range would you say for the for now for the for the first league? For for the best league, yeah. no, 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 for the for first league, so second division, second yeah, tier. okay, first division, um, second tier. This <laughs> is into it. We also have two teams in there who are not fully time professional, um, and that is not because they don't want but that's because the players they have already a work so they can actually attract better players um in order not to be a fully time professional because then you don't you're not allowed to have another work um okay uh, so okay. they're like you can have a job and play for us in yeah. a very good league exactly Got it. yeah so um, in in Denmark though you if you're a professional footballer you can't have another job I mean, uh, you have to be available for the club in these, I don't know. Okay, yeah. 37 hours per week mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. I was just I was just thinking, like, what if you had, like, an online hustle or something like that? But that's obviously no, I, different. I mean, just you like, I can't get a coffee shop again. job and be like. Right. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So what about the second division? Because you even said in the first division that a few teams at the bottom aren't full-time so if we head into the second division so the third tier what are those yeah. wages kind of looking like i mean um yeah also for me i have never played there so i don't really know that um but i mean it would be normal to have around two thousand a little bit more uh euro also but then when the numbers are lower you don't pay that much taxes um Okay. Mm-hmm. 
and they will most likely also be paying you like money for shoes, money for driving, something like that, in order not to pay so much taxes. Right. And are they ever so a lot of that or a car? Uh, a car is very expensive to have for from the club because they have to get pay they have to pay taxes from it i mean the the danish tax system is like very difficult to explain even in danish i don't even know how to do it but it's like it's like not something that clubs they do so if you get your salary you have to pay your own apartment you have to pay your own car so it's not very common that people they will move from one part to another part of denmark in this third tier because they don't have the yeah the, the finances to do it Got it, got it. What were we going to ask? So would you, I was just going to ask in terms of, because you see it a lot, obviously, in Germany. So like money under the table, as they say, Schwarzgeld. Are they doing that a lot in different, in a lot of the different divisions, just so that it's not, I mean, just different ways of spreading the capital around, I guess? I mean, I think it's, it's an important part of it uh, in order to, to like keep, keep the league rolling and, and, Mm -hmm. Yeah. to to make people playing around uh, all the places the the police had made some bigger yeah i would say um yeah investigations about this uh, black money in the lower ranks but i think um it's not like um a big issue but it's still it's still there and it's still I think it's in in a healthy way. It's not uh, it's not over the top, in, 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 if if you can say it that way. I think that's a good point. Just in general, like I feel like those, because a lot of the stipulations are very high for terms of, especially as like a foreigner for getting money for visas and things like that, or paying players to keep up with clubs who have more money. So like, especially in the lower tiers, I think it's like as long as it doesn't get out of hand, like you said, but if it's within range. And it's okay. Like, I think that's such an important part of it. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree because it's not only because uh, the team want to be a better team. It's also in, in order to, like, have something for the the the, 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 the city or sponsors, the, the, the smaller kids, uh, to, to make something that they can look up to um, and, and be connected about. Um, so I think you have to look at the, the bigger picture before saying oh yeah black money is bad every time and it should not be allowed um in, in that way in order to make it like function i think it's it's yeah it's needed yeah another interesting thing about denmark which you've spoken about um obviously off the episode off the air is that the contracts if you don't get paid on time for a certain amount <laughs> you're free to cancel it there's like a law protecting players which is not the case in many places around the world yeah um so we have like the players association and yeah mostly every every player is, is a part of that bone when playing in Denmark so if you don't get your salary uh you will talk to these guys and within four days they the club has to pay you or you have the possibility to 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 yeah to break up your contract but still get paid for another six months or something um so i i did that i did have that experience in denmark um in Vinsusel. we had this swiss owners 
who didn't pay us on time and um yeah we got our, our money the third day so it didn't come to that point but um still they have to go through with all of these procedures in order to make it possible um and if the club doesn't want to let's say they don't want to play pay the players um the 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 license of play will will be relegated but the the, the association has like a, a fund with with a big like um portion of money in order to pay the the players who is missing money. Wow, I like that part to the players. It's amazing and it's not very often it's it has been used because in Denmark we used to say we are a decent people. That's <laughs> <laughs> superior well, to everybody else. They they must have not had you in mind when they said that, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding. Um, yeah, I think I mean, so as we go up the levels, like you kind of know how it is in Germany. Like it, it, it depends on the club, obviously. So when you're getting into the semi-pro and the amateur, even is money still kind of flowing through those teams a lot too, or obviously depends. Um, I don't know how you do. You guys know about education money? No. Um. So it is. Like all the teams that you have been playing in until the age of fifteen are obligated to to get money when you make a when a you make a switch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So in that way, let's say a player is uh, making a transfer from FC Copenhagen to Anderlecht. Then let's say this player has played in um, in the youth uh, in 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 my old club HIK for three years. Then they will get like. Three years, amount of I don't money. know what the, yeah. the percentage is, but um, they will get a, a fee for that, which allows like the the talent development to to occur also yeah. in the smaller clubs. Yeah, right. Yeah, so that's actually something that we don't have in the U.S. and it's a subject yeah. for debate. Yeah, so they, especially like MLS teams, like don't pay. So I think if you go abroad, I think there's something that works. I'm not sure until which level, but it's different. And those smaller clubs aren't really getting those. I think they're called like retribution payments. And mm-hmm. But like MLS doesn't pay them. And it's their own rule that they have with FIFA. I don't know how they get away with it. Also, I mean, I don't know how they get away with a closed league, but they're yeah. an exception to the rules that have been made. Yeah, that's interesting. Is, no, like uh, worst case if for a bad season. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's none. Yeah, just show up next year. <laughs> Very American, as you would say. American. But but when they but when those clubs get those those payments, do you find that they are kind of redistributing them in like the men's teams, or is it more just kind of funneling back into the youth? Uh. No, they're definitely going to the youth at the departments of the clubs. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and also like the development inside the female football is is, mm-hmm. is huge at the moment. I don't know if you know uh, Penilla Harder. Uh, she played so. for Chelsea, Wolfsburg. Now she's playing okay. Bayern Munich. Mm-hmm. One of the better female footballers, and she has been like putting. Um, Making it possible to to be a professional footballer also for the for, for all the young girls. So mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. a lot of young girls they are playing, which makes it more like attractive to to as a young girl to to come and play football. 
it's like yeah, yeah. um so i mean uh, so i just want to point that out in terms of you said about the men's team but you meant of course the the first team of the club but this is like these money are going to the 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 entire youth departments also including girls team men's team everything mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah good so as foreigners ourselves and kind of a lot of the things we start, talk about on the podcast is like a lot of the times you want to go abroad and start maybe a little lower than than what you then what's your level maybe and then kind of work your way up or learn the league system and kind of make a new home out of it so obviously you've never been a foreigner in your own country so like it's a little different for you but from what you've seen like is there a lot of movement between so if i were to come in my like out of college in the u.s so 22 23 and if i come into maybe like the fourth league or the fifth league if i found a possibility through visas and things like that do you find that it's quite easy to like make an not easy but how do you find it is to like make a name for yourself and then kind of climb up the leagues as an individual to be fair, I think there's not many guys taking the step to the fifth or fourth best league from another country. Um, mm-hmm. So I think in that case, the, the answer would be that's difficult. Uh, but if you get in like the third third tier, it 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 has... I mean, I have seen cases for that. Uh, so if you have a good season, you can get to the to one league better and, and then next time one league better. Um, but it's not like... Uh, yeah, because I mean, as I told you, it's like more a hobby thing when you go in the fifth row uh, tier. So it's not like people will take it very serious. Mm-hmm. But maybe the the team from uh, a fourth tier will take it serious, and you can go there, and then you know you can make uh, the ranks like that. Right. Yeah, it's true. I mean, even in Germany, like guys will come and start in the Landesliga, and then you can mm-hmm. work your way up, kind of league by league. Sometimes you can make a two league jump, but like. Yeah, I was just wondering because obviously it's t- it's really tough to get connections in the um, second tiers and in the third tiers. Superliga is pretty pretty much non-existent unless you have a really good connection. But coming out of college or coming out of smaller colleges and kind of wanting to try abroad, that's why I asked because it's tough to get into like leagues, like a second yeah. tier or a third tier even. So sometimes, you know, it's not ideal like – like I had to do kind of play a little lower leaguer in, in Sweden, but sometimes, like I said, how difficult it is that it's kind of like the only choice or option you have. And then you kind of hope you can mm. ball out and make a name and then create some noise around you, you know? And how did you find that? Was it, was it possible to create some noise? So in Sweden, it was kind of like the one step jumps. Like you kind of yeah. said, like I created enough noise in my first season where a team in the higher division saw it and wanted me. And then, I mean, I then the visa thing kind of disrupted my path there, but uh, maybe it would have kept going like that. It was yeah. tough to make a jump from a lower league to per, like a professional league, though. Yeah, I understand that. But we have a team in Denmark, uh, Hobro, and they have got, um, Sean, you also met this guy, I think, the goalkeeper last year. Mm-hmm. On trial, mm-hmm. yeah, they had a, a bunch of American players coming, uh, and I think um, that was like in the lower part of of yeah the second tier. 
mm. and one of the guys he went to Bonbu in the best league. So I mean, in that case, it was exactly that scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and speaking of that, do you know anything about the visas for foreigners? So we did a little bit of talk about that before the pod, and I was trying to make a little bit of research on it. It's very individual. I mean, normally uh, you will have to have uh, a set uh, level of salary in order to have this permission to work and live in Denmark. But it can also be a club saying, yeah, this this person, he's very important for our uh, our club. Uh, so therefore, we we want to apply for that. And that, in, in many cases, it, 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 it would be possible. But it's always a individual case. So it's not really easy to, to say how it's going to work. But uh, right. mostly the clubs, they will uh, make the work for you. So you're saying there's a chance. So tell me there's a chance, exactly. Yeah. Good to know, um, good to know. How are foreigners kind of looked at in, in Danish league? Like... I mean, Americans, we kind of know the stigma around Americans, but is it like, do teams want Danish guys first? Cause they think that they'll be more easy to kind of adapt to the system and things like this, or how does that work? I mean, as a Danish guy in the Danish league, I thought this opposite, uh, that they will okay. rather like get an unknown foreigner and hope he is the banger and they can sell him for a good amount of money um, and mm. pay him. Also, maybe more than he's worth. Um, but I'm also subjective, you know, um, as a Danish player. Um, but I think, I mean, we, as just, when, when we have one player and the team talking English and not Danish, the entire team will communicate in English. So mm-hmm. we are very open to to foreigners. That was an interesting thing for me too, like when we played Zickelberg. Like, all I heard was English and mm-hmm. I looked at the thing and I think there was only like one or two non-Danish guys and one was like Swedish and one yeah. was Icelandic. And I was like, and then they speak English and like, it, I was like, wow. So that's, yeah. I mean, that's something that you will not see in, I mean, maybe in other Scandinavia leagues, that's the case, but like you would never see that in Europe, obviously. No, no. And in, in that case, it's very easy for a foreigner and especially from the US to come and adapt because everybody will speak a decent level of English and will will be able to communicate. Um, so it's more about the, the style of play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Heading on to training. Okay, we'll skip Superliga because that's obviously like that's just professional setup and everything like kind of know. But let's start with the first league. So the second tier. So is that always that's full time training? So you're training in the morning besides the the two teams that you mentioned? Um yeah, it's like uh fully professional. So yeah, you you start in the morning, maybe you have a double session, um, mm. maybe you don't, and then you're off uh, for the afternoon. Um I mean in, in, in my time in Denmark, I normally had one day off in the week and then training or regeneration training or something after the games. Um okay. Yeah. Second division. How is that? Is it is it training kind of like at night, like you'd see in a lot of Regional Liga teams? So I mean, you have these set rules. If you are fully time professional, you have to be able to train in the morning. 
if you're a part-time professional, you'll be training at 15 o'clock. If you are a total amateur team, then you have to train at 17 or 18 in, in the evening. So that really sets the rules of when you are able to train. Um, so the full-time professionals, they will have to train in the morning. Obviously, they can also have a double session and they can also say, yeah, you need to stay in the club for the for the entire day. Uh, this the, the, the part-time professional, they will just like stick to the rule and, and have the training at 15 o'clock. Mm. Um, so it really depends on the, on the teams. So this year is also an exception. Uh, Sean, you know, uh, the, the, the red team, Vido, that we faced mm-hmm. last year, they are actually in the Super League and they are part-time professional. Really? Which I think has happened for like 30 years or so. Which means they're wow, training so at train 3 at o'clock. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's okay. very interesting. And that's and you think that's maybe because they allow players to have jobs because then they can pay players less. Many of the players, they are former professionals, Superliga players, even in in abroad, like uh Germany or something. And they already said, like, yeah, my my football career is 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 just on a lower level now and I have a, a normal work or maybe I'm studying in the morning or something. They can still do that and and be able to play football at a high level, and that's right. very attractive. To many. Yeah, I can get that, especially when you, you you're thinking about the next career. That's very interesting, though. That even in the Super League, there's a team that's part time yeah. professional. What about also, in the? Sorry, go ahead. I mean, that's also a, a a great thing for the club in order to pay less salary. I mean, people they mm-hmm. want to go there because it's. They don't have to deal with this morning training and and stuff, and therefore they can also pay them less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if if it if it works for all involved, yeah, yeah. then hopefully they hopefully they stay up. But I mean, uh, we'll see, right? Very difficult, but it's, it's like gonna... an experience for the entire Denmark to 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 watch it. So it's 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 a it's a great thing. And so for the second division, so the third tier. Um, or is that a mix then? So some teams would be training at three and some teams would be training at six? Um, yeah, I guess so. Okay. Um, yeah. And then when you get to the fourth, then the fourth tier, so the third division, this is I'm always in my head like third, fourth. So the fourth tier, would you have any that are training at three? You might have. I, I can't. Okay, you might have a few. I, I don't. I don't know that exactly, but I guess there will be clubs doing that. But then okay. we're talking maybe two or two times or three times a week, not every day. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, got it. And and how about the setup of the season? How are the games? Uh, cups? Is there a local cup? Is there like a, a country cup like the DFB here, where you could play as a lower league team? Could you play a super league team in the cup? How does that work? Yeah. So in Denmark, Denmark is a very small country compared to to Germany. So all teams are in the same cup. Obviously, the smaller teams, they start playing each other before the bigger Mm -hmm. teams, they enter the tournament. Um, But yeah, every year we see like the smallest club playing the biggest clubs. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and it's following the league. So it's like from summer to summer. Mm -hmm. The, The final will most likely be in May. So and how, and is it, how many? Go ahead. I was just going to say, is it the lower team gets the home game 
or is it a draw? Yeah, yeah. So they get the advantage of uh, yeah the income. I love that. I love that yeah, excitement. Like lower league teams on their field, like you got to beat in there. Also, also like it's very often happens that that the smaller teams they will win. I mean, because sometimes they will underestimate them and play with the 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 B team or something, and then yeah. Right. Last year we had the uh, Bonby. I think they lost four 0 to uh, our third tier team. Bang! That's amazing. I love that. <laughs> I mean, it's also like a, this for a lot of the players in the club. Like it's, it's the only game that they've been thinking about. So they come mm -hmm. out with everything. Yeah. So it's just a completely different way of looking at it. And then, you know, like when you play a cup team, when you play in a cup here, and you play a team in a lower league, if you play on their field on a smaller turf kind of field hockey-ish turf, it's much harder to beat them than it would be on your full scale grass pitch. That would usually be a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 the cup has its own uh, like way of, of of play. So cup is a cup. We say everything can happen. Is that is that the is that the next Danish uh saying? Anything can happen yeah, in the cup. We have a lot of sayings, yeah. <laughs> cup is a cup. <laughs> <laughs> the, cup is the, cup. <laughs> the magic of the cup yeah yeah all that and then yeah. how many teams did you say for for each uh league did you say it was 12 or mm, 12 yeah. yeah so then in the league system are you playing everyone twice home and away yeah okay um, so so yeah that makes um 22 matches and then you uh, separate the league in top six and bottom six and then okay. uh, you play yeah, relegation or promotion play. And, and then you so you're only playing you're only again. playing each other in those in those groups. Yeah, then you're only facing these guys again, uh, which mm -hmm. makes ten more games. So it'll be like thirty-two games per season. Okay. Gotcha. And that's across any any of the leagues. I mean all the all the leagues with, with twelve teams, which is yeah, Superliga, first, first division, second division, and I think also now third division. Mm -hmm. Okay. Gotcha. And what about right, um, so... yeah, we go on to trialing. Best time yeah. to go on trial. I guess as a foreigner and as yourself as a Danish player, I don't know if you even went on trial in Denmark, but if you know of players, uh, when did you see players coming into training? I mean, the longest transfer window is in the summer. And I know um if you are a free agent, you don't need the window in order to sign. But you need it in order to be registered for the league. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, sometimes it will be great to come before the season ends because then people, the clubs, they can start organized for the next season. So in end May, start June. Um, but also, like normally, the 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 preseason the preseason will start yeah end of June, and and all the clubs they will have like multiple uh, trials. Okay, got it. So, and do you see a lot during your preseason, or is it kind of selective? Uh, yeah, it's 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 every day a new guy, or two, okay. or four. So it's like, um, yeah, it's very common, and mm -hmm. it's it's. I I would recommend the summer, uh, be, before before the winter because you only have this January to to do something. Yeah, right. True. How about um, the coaches? So, like, how do you see the level of coaching and the licensing for coaching across the the different tiers? And then also maybe, like, the style. How do you kind of see that in comparison to other places you've played? Uh, yeah. 
as as I was touching about in the start, they they focus a lot on on the opponent and mm-hmm. and a lot of yeah. We we were doing a lot of video sessions. Maybe we split the video for three days, focusing on on different things, training it afterwards. Um, I mean, all of the guys they have the highest uh, education of uh, of trainer. Um, and they need to, yeah, to keep it up every year, once every year. And so they will have to go abroad for two or three days to, to yeah, to to refresh it, which is a good deal for mm. the association to to always make the money come in. Yeah, yeah. money's always flowing. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't, uh, I don't really know about the level uh, across the leagues. But I, I just know that, I mean, in general, most most of the trainers have been playing on a good level themselves. So, so they know about football and and they have the passion for it. Um, they are not. They're very focused on numbers. They 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 do like to to look at, at numbers and yeah, kilometers, sprints, all of these things, possession of ball, videos. So it's not that emotional as it, as it maybe was in 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 the earlier days. It's a very analytical, okay. yeah, and thoughtful. Interesting. Good. Then uh, we'll finish up. What's the biggest thing you've learned from it, from playing in Denmark? <laughs> That's a wide question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here starts the life story. This is this yeah. is where you just give an essay. Yeah. Um... Yeah, thank you, Shoni. Um, I mean, uh, to be fair, coming from Italy, or also Norway, but coming back to Denmark, I was like, "Oh, this is this is very good. We have facilities, we have good trainers, we have good teammates. Everything is working very great." And then I hear my teammates; they are complaining about the food is not good enough and the showers are not hot enough. And I'm like, I used to have none of this playing in Italy, so. Please be a little bit uh, grateful for all of this. So I was like, I think it's very healthy for people to go abroad to actually experience and be grateful for what we have in Denmark because it's it's top. Yeah, that was a great, great answer. That was that great was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Anything anything we've missed? I think we've covered a lot of things in here. But is there anything you thought we might ask you and we we just didn't get to? I mean, uh. I'll just add to this that the few American players that I've known playing in Denmark, they all have this speed, unusual speed that we don't have that much in Denmark. So coming from US with speed, you'll uh, you'll make it happen here in Denmark. Yeah, right. kind of like it's the, yeah, it's it's having what they don't Being have. Dynamic. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. It's a good point. All right, well. That was our deep dive into Denmark. There's a lot of D's there with more in the goal score. He only hits pings yeah. these days, so look out. Um, Morty, we'd love to do this again sometime over a coffee, maybe when we're yeah when I'm an honorary coffee club member. We we'll have to go to Berlin again then. Huh? Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll leave the uh, the elevator stories for for footwork after dark. <laughs> after that's, dark. that's a paid <laughs> subscription. <laughs> that's a paid that's subscription paid platform. Uh, $9.99 per month to get the stories about Berlin. Yeah. Don't we, can't, we can't divulge those details. No, we just can't divulge yet. that. 
And we're going to end on that. Footwork is sponsored by ourselves and great companies such as Kong Fitness. But we love to partner with new brands to make their own paths, so get in touch if you must. Footwork.club, the official footwork website is now live, so make sure you go join the club and check out all the new content and all the new features. Find us on YouTube at Footwork Podcast. You better like and subscribe while you're there. If not, I don't know what to tell you. Find us on Instagram at Footwork underscore podcast. Great time there. Twitter at Footwork Podcast. TikTok at Footwork Podcast, where we like to post dance videos those are great but more importantly amazing content for any dream chasers out there plug plug pass tell your friends your enemies your mother your brother your sister your pastor it doesn't matter who tell the mailman your dog anybody that can listen like subscribe review because all of that helps while you're there we'll take whatever we can get to join the club join the club he messed me up i mean he can just he can just mash it together so it's fine (laughs) 